Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's 90-day gate Let's fly Here we here we go, everybody, everybody on the show. Here we go now. You don't know that NSYNC song? No, I don't know Deep Cuts. I know their singles. I, w- I didn't have the albums. Why don't you know NSYNC? I feel like that's a loss of your repertoire. What I happened know, to you? I know what all happened? the singles. I just didn't own the albums because I thought people would call me a faggot. <laughs> oh, well, spoiler alert, they did. <laughs> me. They probably did to me too. I just I was trying to be less obvious about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Being steeped in uh, the um, B sides of in, Chopin really didn't French give it away. To, yeah, didn't give it away to anybody. In French Baroque opera, probably I was really covering it up. It Y'all, really, we, we were such naive gays. I stopped doing musical theater and instead changed my major to opera because I thought that was less gay. y'all ain't no queen like an opera queen amen holy fuck if you've ever met a fastidious usually a couple pounds overweight a gay man who loves to attend opera hold on because you will hear the most pretentious things you will ever hear in your mouth and they are queens they're they will they will tell you everything they know they will they will. Um, y'all, this is Toe Part 2. This is oh, Toe. Toe, this is welcome. Toe Part 2. Toe, toe two. Part 2. Toe 2. Welcome to 90 Day Gaze. Uh, we are the so, sequel. for now, we're happy Bigger, longer, and uncut. And uncut. <laughs> um, my name's we're, Matt, a.k.a. We're Maddie. both cut, though. Not that I've seen you his You don't dick. know. I. You have to be. You don't know. 
you're cut. You're not interesting enough to be uncut. <laughs> well, I know you're cut because I woke up in the middle of the night and you had done drugs with one of your friends and you thought my bedroom was your bathroom and you opened the door and pissed on my floor. You saw my penis. Um, and you know what? Uh, uh, I could still look at you in the eye the next morning. Well, <laughs> it's more like the afternoon because <laughs> you weren't awake. I didn't remember it. I didn't remember it. Y'all, this is what happens when you're friends with a gay guy named Happy. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Anyway, y'all. I think he stayed at the house that night. <sighs> Whatever. He didn't he was he didn't make me happy. No, I'm thinking about a different different moment. I'm yeah, thinking a are. different drug fueled night. Yeah. Um, when I stayed at his house. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about part two. We're not going to talk about drugs. We're not going to uh, talk about drugs. We're not going to talk about drugs uh, unless it's Yazan on a lot of weed. Boy, uh, that's the truth. Uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, let's talk about announcements. Sure. We have, we have y'all. We're um, we still are looking. Still enter our contest. Come name us. Come, come name, name us. us. Um, come at us and come name us. Um, we're we're looking for our name because Discovery says that we're we're infringing upon their copyright, and maybe we are, maybe we aren't. I don't know. No, we don't know. We're not going to admit anything. We're allegedly, just going to allegedly. We're, we're just going to roll over and change our name because it. we can't afford their afford uh, their lawyer fees. <laughs> so, their lawyers got big dicks, y'all, they and they did. came for us. So um, be sure to go. Yeah. There's a link, a Google Doc. You can submit your name and submit your name choice by December fourth. Some things we've had some questions, Poodle. We've had a we've had a couple of Carl's wives come at us <laughs> and ask us some things about the names. First of all, top. I'm a, I I top freely. Yeah. yeah. About the names, one of the questions is, can it have ninety day in the name? No. That's that is the whole fucking point <laughs> of why Discovery is suing us. So they didn't have a problem no. with gays. They can't trademark gays because if you could trademark gay, <laughs> this one would have already trademarked. I it. would have trademarked that uh-huh. out of the womb in 1979 in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And then also, someone said, "Oh, could y'all do something like call it Gay Cray, since that's what you call your crossovers with Cray Cray?" And I thought, uh, no. "No, because that's, that's infringing on their that's trademark. infringing on their name." And then also, that's what we call our crossovers, which we're having a crossover next week. Then regarding Lalu, but then it sounds like we're doing a a cross. Clearly, y'all think through these names. Think through these names. I I think we we have been talking. We do like having the word gay in the title because it's very subversive, but it's not a prerequisite. It's not so. a prerequisite. Um some uh, I I forget someone said y'all should call it don't pull over. No one knows what the fuck that means. So I just I I know y'all love us. We love you yeah. and you're like this isn't this isn't your friend Bobby and Hunter who want to name their gay flower shop down the street. No. And if they call it, you know, Fastidious Emporium. Festive that everybody oh, everybody knows Fastidious Emporium is flowers. We kind of need something for people who don't know us. Yeah, and, and we know that show notes are searchable, but it still needs to be a name that it's at least kind of describes who we are. Um so yeah, uh, so there you go, everybody. So again, giving you some hints there, giving you some breadcrumbs. 
again, one of the, you suggested the name Friends of Carl. That <laughs> means fucking shit to someone in Rhode Island who wants to listen to a podcast about 90 Day Fiance. Although Carl's wife would really enjoy that. Carl's wife, y'all. <laughs> by the way, so submit those names. We're going to choose the top names and then we're going to vote. And the winner is going to get, is going to come to one of our live shows in the Continental Union. We're going to give it to you for free. For free and fly you out. So, um, by the way, y'all, we put in the show links for last show. I'm going to do it in this week, too. Um, there is a Twitter now for Carl's wife. I think it's uh, called, was it Carl's uh, underscore? Carl's, yes, I believe okay. it's Carl's okay. underscore wife. We're not going to promote it every yeah. week because that's not really fair. But they just uh, started this, and it gave us life. And the, it's the real Carl's wife is the Twitter name, and it's at Carl's with a C, C A R L S underscore real. Um, in fact, the latest tweet from the real Carl's wife said, Virus protection card? Even I think that's bunk, probably. <laughs> Carl? Anyway, so y'all, even I think that's bunk, probably. Even I think that's bunk. So y'all, probably. come at Carl's. You know what? The real Carl's wife, already within like three days, has 300 Twitter followers. Oh, that is fantastic. Look at her. So Congratulations, re- Carl's wife. So we don't know who it is. We don't want to know who it is. She's still confused how Twitter works, though. And like, literally, when Poodle is on his deathbed, Carl's <laughs> wife, you can go, and then as he's slipping it away, you can just lean down and say, it was me. <laughs> and he'll go, so it was me. It was me. <laughs> um, uh, I, I will say that I love that if Carl's wife can, can – Carl's wife doesn't know how Twitter works. She still thinks birds are involved somehow. <laughs> she, does. she thinks they send the messages. So <laughs> anyway, y'all. So that's – I think that's all God we got. Uh, got y'all check out Plathville. Check out Plathville on our Patreon. It's some of you are following our advice and you're watching it. You're like, this is compelling. It's very it's good to very compelling television. Mm-hmm. And we're starting our new, our new kind of revolution of life after lockup next or this Friday. Yes. And the game we're doing, crossover, which we're doing, we're recording tomorrow and it'll be out sometime this week. Yep. So y'all, we, um, boy, we're doing something literally every single night. I know. I'm exhausted talking about it. Uh, <laughs> Although, although on the plus side, the dog stopped barking, so I'm okay. I totally relate to now how parents feel about wanting to do stuff at night and trying to get their kid to bed. Because that's how I feel with my dad of getting him to bed. I'm like, what did parents do before TiVo when you couldn't? What did my mother have to do when we were kids and we had to get in bed so she could see murder? She wrote. Now I know why she was yelling at us. (laughs) Um. My mother would say, you better, get to, you better be asleep if I duck in my head. Oh, I remember when I was young. If we weren't in bed before Cagney and Lacey came on, we would get in trouble. <laughs> what? Oh, my but mother no, loved my Cagney mother, and Lacey. My mother made us go to bed, but I could stay up and read. I stayed up and read all the time. And my brother's like, turn off the light. Did you and your like, brother no, share a room? I need to read. We had bunk beds until we were, until I was like seven. And then... We we moved into a bigger house and then we had oh. a room. But I could read. I could read in my room all I wanted. Boy, the fact that your brother had to live with you for five <laughs> years of his life, bless his heart. He was like three. He didn't even know. Uh-huh. All right. Let's jump in. Let's jump in. We're gonna start with Ji Hoon and Devin. So let's start some positive. Um some- 
I need to start off by saying I would still bang the fuck out of Devin's dad. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> Steve is his name. There's something about him. He kind of looks like a, a straight questionable guy who would wander into some kind of porno um, movie and like you'd also be able to blow him at the same time and he'd have a huge wong even though i don't think he has a huge wang i said no wong, but i don't think he has a huge wang but he kind of looks like he could even though he doesn't but it would look bigger because he would wear a cock ring yeah oh he'd yeah be that he don't, don't pull, pull over, over. <laughs> don't pull over it's been a crazy day in los angeles y'all i don't know what's going on the energy's been off the roof my, i have not been settled the entire day i doubled up on my cbd and i'm still cuckoo um, he also looks like that guy who does, he does look like that guy who's a coach or who's like the, the oh, he's he in a lot of like that, he's in a lot of that stepdad or stepson porn, y'all that like fake stepson porn, which I think is gross. But. I think we're introducing our straight <laughs> sissies into a whole different world. Lots wow. of, <laughs> oh, what is stepson porn? How is that? That's is that not allowed. Is that against the church teaching? <laughs> Y'all, for some Shooter, reason, go get me your daddy's iPad, please. Shooter, <laughs> go on and get that. Wait, does he check Shooter, his history? Shooter's got like a little mouth thing just to grab yeah. the iPad. <laughs> Shooter can fetch things for her. Um, so anyway, y'all, they um, y'all, there's yeah, incest is huge in gay porn, and it's, it's really very gross. Disturbing. I don't get it. I don't like it. It's okay, not so, actual incest. It's like play incest, play. which is even sadder. Really, Let's move if you're on. gonna go big, go big. Oh, so y'all, they, um, he's fine, whatever. So they're arriving in South Korea for the wedding. It's going to happen. Now, before they even come, Devin calls her parents and she's like, look, mom, what do you think be of nice. Jihoon? Are you yeah. like going to be nice? Do you trust him angry? And she was like, yes, I'm angry. He almost killed your. He almost wedding. killed my granddaughter. So she's like, fine. of Satan. Yeah, right. Yeah, no yeah. boundaries. No boundaries. So um, she's like, until he earns back the trust. And dad's like, do you think he <sighs> so learned from that? And she's like, I'm already stressed out and I need everyone to get along. And then so she goes and sit and there's this hilarious moment where Jihoon very seriously, he is good reality TV because he's he like, great television. He said, do you know EP, EP syndrome? And I was like, Oh my God, what is this? I didn't, like, I was like, something was sad. He's like, Alicia phobia. I don't want she, to die. I will say that's why uh, uh, Jihoon makes Devin laugh. That's yeah, his most that. redeeming quality in her world. And he's like yeah. hot and Asian because uh, she's got a type, y'all. Every time we had K pop music the whole time through this, this I love it. It was great. It was the first um, time. They're picking up her parents at the her parents at the airport, and Dracula runs toward Dad and says he misses she misses him, and she starts crying, and and then someone wants to put a stake through her heart, but they pull back. Um, and they and some the airport security stops them. Um, yeah. I mean, it was sweet. I mean, that's really kind of all that happened. And then Ji Hoon says, when he sees Alicia, he feels like he's going to pee his pants. And then um, Alicia kind of it's foreshadowing, like, I hear things are getting better. And before I give my blessing, I need to see with my own eyes. And that's kind of how we end this, right? Unless I, yeah, like, skip the, the notes. Like, like, it was so short. 
I feel like stuff is going to go down with them next episode because y'all remember what they showed us at like the beginning of fucking COVID with Jihoon sitting in a room by herself looking very tired and hungry and her lips did not look did not look like they had been we injected. Only have one more episode. Yeah, so I think next week is going to be a big I wonder I wonder if they've re-edited stuff out since it's kind of common knowledge now that she's clearly not with Jihoon anymore and now she's with the other guy. She's with the I mean it's, she's I'm shocked she posted that on social media. I think that has to be against an NDA. She's had to have broken an NDA. Yeah. So I wonder y'all for someone to do that who has gotten so many like followers and partnerships from the show. Poodle said it's for not, and I didn't disagree then. I agreed then, but I agree even more. Y'all, production hates Devin. Hates her. They can't stand. I bet she's insufferable to work with. They they hate Brittany. They hate Ari. They hate Devin. Uh, they don't really love Cheese Stick, although he's really nice to them. <laughs> I think they like Brittany. I think Brittany really? is actually. I think Brittany can be kind of a diva, but I bet to the film crew she's nicer. I bet. I don't know. I can just see oh, that because she would want to be been, like cool and the cool they've girl. Just been showing her in the work. Maybe she's done that all herself. I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, but yeah, yes. it's definitely definitely Devin. Uh, Devin does the worst of that. Um, she comes off as a jerk in almost all of her confessionals. She does. Um, shall we move on to the, the person you just spoke of, Brittany and Yazan? Yes. Um, she's tipsy in the street and she's doing the robot, which is what you do in Jordan on vacation. I've seen it'll do worse in public. In a low cut uh, top. Hey, I've humped at the street sign drunk in the middle of Lenox, Massachusetts. Yeah, but that wasn't in a primarily Muslim country. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> That's true. That's so um, she is, uh, she, he shows up, he shows up in the car and she's so weird with him. This whole thing feels like they're 13 year old uh, kids who got in a fight. And she's like, yeah. mm, she's kind of like sitting over there to the That's side. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Angela's like, what's going on here? Hey. Angela I'm really the, uncomfortable. Y'all, you know when you go out, you know when you have that friend who's always been your close friend, and then, <laughs> like, I, I, that's one thing I'll say about this bitch on this show, and for both, but, like, when you see Poodle, you see Poodle. You get what you see. You get what you get. But you know you have those... I so, real. I, so I know how he's going to react in situations. Um, and I think he knows for the most part how I'm going to react in situations, but you know, when you have that friend and then they show a side of themselves and you're like, hold up, wait a second. Is my friend fucking crazy? And I feel like that's Angela's experience this whole time. I think, I think she knows, uh, Brittany's going to do something. Um, you think? like that. And I, even, even more so, I, I don't think she'd know. Let me, let me, let me, uh, rephrase that it's not that i think she knows that i think she's waiting for something like that um because i think Brittany is always doing questionable stuff and angela is the most normal friend she has uh probably her other friends are influencer friends and they're not real friends i don't know what she did to angela to make her her friend but it's it's interesting because Brittany Brittany seems i don't we only we only see her from her father and a couple other things, but she seems very transactional with her family. 
Yes. Um, so I'm not sure. Uh, I, I will say, um, as we're going to get through this, uh, this whole thing, Brittany has a lot. Brittany comes off better in this mm-hmm. episode than the last a lot more. Um, so you guys, we're taken to. Yeah, she kind of. Yeah. yeah, we're talking to taking the Zon's barbershop. Well, they're both kind of on their better behavior in front of Angela almost. That's it seems. true. Um, but like we just heard with Ari and Benyam, y'all, we have another guest and his reality. Yes. <laughs> it's like reality has walked in and goes, Hey y'all, I'm here. We're gonna talk about this. Oh <laughs> now I will say, unlike last week's episode, or was it yesterday's episode, Angela says so, like, they're in this barbershop, and Brittany starts to want to cut Yazan's hair. And this is, like, 13-year-old shit. Oh, it is. Isn't then, it awful? But that's the then, only way they can act. But Angela says, y'all, again, the voice of reason on this season, she says, I have no idea what's going on. This is such a 180. Yeah, and she used it the right way. She not didn't, 360. She didn't <laughs> say 360. Who like, knows, Angela? Like Chevelle did in Love After yeah. Lockup. Oh, He's Love After Lockup. I'm a 360 right now. That's what she, it was. Love After Lock. Y'all, we're doing so many shows. I don't know what we're <laughs> fucking talking about on any show anymore. So there, and she's she's drunk. By the way, I know mm-hmm. she says she's tipsy. She's got drunk face on those like Magna Doodle eyebrows, caterpillar eyebrows that are painted on. That, that highlighter makeup. looks horrible. <laughs> It, lo- it looks like somebody just pasted it on the top it of her cheekbones. So bad. Uh, it looks like she's like some type of like Picasso painting that's come to yes. life. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> all angles. All, all angles. All, all cubism. Um, she's and she's trying to say things like, "If you love me, you let me cut your hair." I'm like, "What are we doing?" And so she finally snips a pair of his hair, and he's like, oh. Well, and she's, like, chasing after him with scissors. So which already, is and rule, she's drunk. Rule one in the relationship book of not to what not to do. You don't run with scissors. Dude, she's such, they're both so, like, even she's, wor- I, I actually think, I think Yazan's been very, in a way, sheltered in his own way, but. Brittany is just, like, maybe because she's had trauma, but she is just, like, such a child. She is, and I feel like she's she's always like we talk about Binyam. She's always looking for the camera and thinking about how she's going to come off. Yeah. Um, and she's probably done the most uh, ex the interviews after the show. She's done so many of them uh, with all kinds of like on online media. Oh, she telling had. her side of the story. Yeah, I haven't read any of them because yeah. why can't she do? I thought they have to wait till after. Oh well. I think if you talk about stuff that's not specifically on the show, you can do anything you want. Um, so, uh, the next day, uh, they go, they go home and she says, uh, Angela said, I don't get what's happening here. He's, uh, she's basically saying, telling Angela, I want to see that we're on the same page. Uh, obviously you're not. Um, because you don't even call him when you get to the airport. No. And, uh, and she's asking him questions. Uh, first of all, they're, they're seeing, um, she asks him, are you thinking that I'm going to convert? And he goes, no, not now. I don't care now. 
which is a huge thing. Yeah. And so then she said, he's like, she said, do you, I want to marry you, but I don't want to do it right away. I want to do like a year. And he's like, yep, a year's fine. So he's this, telling her everything she wants to hear. But this, this is, is actually not up. the next day. This is you're, in the barbershop. You're right. You're exactly this right. This is in the barbershop from Angela. In front but, of Angela. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, I'll wait for you. So all of a sudden, he's some magical prince. I, I don't know if it's the weed or if yes. she like casts some spell on him yes. that he does this, but he's telling her everything. Maybe he just gets weak when he's around her. Um, he's or, totally delusional. Yeah. And Brittany says like, he tells me everything I want to hear, but then his family put pressure on him and he changes his mind and I get stressed. And she's like, I just want to see actions instead of talking. And I'm like, honey, he just took you to the barbershop he works at because he yeah. lost his fucking job and he had to get a job because of you in the car that he's driving. That's a fucking cab that he got in a wreck and he got you else to be like, he's and then nothing the, but actions. The next day he shows her the apartment that they yes. got for them. The, I, I don't know what else she wants. What actions does, and even then, so he shows her this apartment. Y'all, this apartment's fine. It's not Does crazy she want enough. him to show up like what's his name on Love Actually with signs that says like the like uh the, the guy from Walking Dead gave? <laughs> <laughs> or does he want him to show up like Ryan Gosling and saying, I'm actually I'm here for you, you know, in the notebook? What does she want? What I, what I should, romance should I novel see does the she notebook? Want? I've never seen the notebook. You need to see it just so you can know what to avoid. Is um, that why Ryan Gosling's so hot to you because of that movie? There are so many reasons he's so hot to me. But is that where it first like overtook you? No, not really. I I did not see that movie until I met him. Wow. Way to drop that until you met him. I talked about it on the podcast before. Wow. Someone's name dropping, y'all. I, I talked about it on the podcast before. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I wanted to name drop, I would say who I taught, but that's okay. Um, anyway, uh, he how many clients? He teaches that girl who was on a Disney show in the background from four years ago, <laughs> called like Zip Zap Zop. But now she's off of it. <laughs> that's his most famous client. That is not true, and she is still on that show. <laughs> She is featured now. Featured. Uh, so it is the next day, and he uh, is showing her the apartment that he's rented for them. He still hasn't explained anything about family troubles, like the father wanting to murder him, honor no. killing, any of that. I guess it's hard to work honor killing into a conversation yeah. at the hair place. He might not know uh, the English translation. Yeah. So he's like, this is chicken. And she's like, what? And it's kitchen, uh, which, yep. as people said, that's a common, common mistake. Yeah, she's, he tells her that there's two bedrooms, and Brittany's like, "I like to cuddle," and he says, like, "What is cuddle?" Goddle. He says it's which so is what weird. I've said before. What is cuddling? It's true. <laughs> um, but that was Brittany. She kind of says, "Oh, I always thought this wedding to be together was his parents, but oh, nerp, nerp de derp." That's a yazan thing, because you know. It's again, it's it's in a different Makes way. It's a little bit like way. it is like a little like submit where I don't think 
Yazan can ever do enough for Brittany because I don't think Brittany actually wants to be with him. I don't think Brittany wants to live in Jordan. I don't think she wants any of this. I think Brittany wanted, I think Brittany wanted to be on 90 Day Fiance and become an Instagram star. Ding, and ding, she's ding, ding, ding. using him as much as she can. She is never going to do any of these things, nor has she planned on doing any of these things ever. At the same time, Yazan has not thought anything through about it's more of the idea of Brittany and yes. the idea of her magic pussy that yep. has him in a tizzy. And he wants to do anal so bad because he keeps oh, yeah. looking at her butt. So now, you guys, she's, he, they, need, they need to fix – the shower has a problem and it's got a wet floor. And um, she says, I want to stay with you, but, you know, I really can't stand a wet floor. <laughs> Y'all, and when you think about what he's done, what he's done, <laughs> you know, I really don't like a wet shower floor. I understand there's the fatwa. <laughs> I understand I, that you're ripe for an honor killing, but I but don't like my feet wet in the shower. Fix the shower, <laughs> and then I can stay. I screamed at the television. I screamed at the television. She's horrible. She's horrible, horrible. But the thing is, she doesn't know. She doesn't know she's horrible. She doesn't know. That's true. And yes, and she doesn't know everything in her defense. She doesn't doesn't know know everything that he's done. So that is everything for her. Yeah. So and Yazan tells her, he said, "I know I lied to you. I didn't mean to lie to you. I was just he was trying to keep the peace, y'all." But he says, "Like I can't wait a year to get married. Like we need to get we need to get married in a month." And she does say, she's like, just tell me, I need to hear it. I need to hear what's real. And uh, and he says, I can't make my God angry with me. It needs to be like a month. And uh, he says, although I don't want you to convert, you don't need to convert. Um, so it's no conversion, but one month before the marriage. And then finally, finally, he says, maybe we should get a translator so we can actually understand each other fully. It's only been 19 episodes. It's only <laughs> been 19 episodes. You know what? The translator app would have worked really wonderfully. I just don't get it. I... Is it her pride or his pride that won't let them do a translator app? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um, You're both so dumb. They're so dumb. The real breaking point, you guys. So yeah. we'll see. Um, I yeah. think before that's all I've got of those. Me too. Um, before we go on, and before we go on to cheese stick and my mm-hmm. Lisa, we're gonna take a break. Oh, y'all! Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. 
Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens I haven't eaten dinner yet My beer kicked in Sure, go ahead and talk <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> you pressed record Y'all were back Y'all were back we're back. We need a producer so bad. But you're going to have to come into one of our houses when we're in COVID because I'm not outsourcing that to anybody. It'd be nice if I could, like, fuck you, too. Because No, we don't need a producer. That's closed. <laughs> okay. Y'all. What, if I, what if I fucked our producer and I would make all kinds of demands? You know what I actually think is worse? I think you would um, – we would get a we would get a straight male producer. Oh. I, we would have to get a, a, a. I think we'd have to get a lesbian producer. Yeah, then that would be the there's best. There's no way that she would fuck you, because <laughs> even a straight guy, you've worked your wiles, and I can I see know, him end up. I, he falls in love with you. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. They they <sighs> yes. get obsessed with me. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's, you know, it's it's the Kavorka. <sighs> Anyway, they call me in the night, whispering in my ear. Um, there goes the book. Let's talk about cheese, Dick. Cheese, cheese, <laughs> cheese, man. Dick. You, did well, you mean to say cheese, call, Dick? People call him cheese, Dick. Uh, but really, we say, cheese, Dick. A hanker for a hunk of cheese. I've Cheese, Dick. I'm scandalized, y'all. Come on. Um. Ooh, so y'all, y'all. Almost 
zero has went on in this storyline. And then we have somehow made this 20 episodes. We have somehow. It's absurd. No, I was going to say, what if the ball drops for them next week? But it's not because we didn't it's even see not. them in the pre. We didn't even see them in the previews of next week on ninety day of the finale. It's going to go out like a like a fart underwater. <laughs> you know, at least that tickles your balls. That's true. That's oh, true. I can hear my downstairs neighbor talking. Her voice is piercing my ears. Oh, um, I don't hear. Y'all, we're um. We're talking about Tim and Melissa, and y'all, Mama's, Mama Tim's leaving for the day. Uh, she's leaving and Dowd. Um, she is leaving, and she, but she really hopes that May Lisa appro- appreciates that golden retriever's sacrifice. He's giving her, yeah. he's giving her a place at his water dish. Yes, and, she said, and she loves. She's like, and what I love is here. She's talking about how she loves it. It's incredible, but she's just like it's. Yeah, she, you're giving up a lot. And he's like, well, yeah, I know, but I cheated on her and I ruined it, Mom. And then I, I peed on the floor. And then, and then <laughs> and you know, I ate when, my own poop. <laughs> I ate my own poop, Mama. You know how when your butt itches, I just, I keep dragging my butt on the floor and then she gets angry and then I have to sleep in my crate, the Mama. Fact, the fact that dogs, they'll eat their own poop, but they'll most, they'll really eat another dog's poop. It's just not something I can't get behind. I want you to think I'm about what it. you've done to a guy's asshole. <laughs> Fair? <laughs> Fair? I want you to think about that. But I could never eat it. I could never anyway. Um but you they want they literally want have had a man sit on your face. Uh yeah, and like I've had many a men be thrones for me. <laughs> Wow. I I dub these uh, <laughs> ass face. <laughs> anyway. Um, she loves the iron bone. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's a game of throats. That's a good one. good one. The iron bone. The iron bone. One dun, bone dun. to rule them all. Dun, dun. It's some butt sex. 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 God, I'm still upset that that show ended so bad. There is somebody who just screamed and said, oh my God, they're finally singing Game of Thrones. I'm waiting for this for a whole two years. So I will say, I was kind of impressed that Mama, Mama Tim was supportive of Maylisa. He's like, okay. I love her. And, um, uh, I think uh, I love her, and I and I understand why you feel the way you do because I feel like you do love her. But she really does say, "Are you a hundred percent sure on this?" I think she's the best mom we've seen on Not a She Beyonce. is. She's, she's great. The, she's the antithesis, and the really the producers missed out. She's the antithesis, and we really. I need Mama Tim and Mama Melissa to meet. Why the fuck didn't they meet? That's, I wanted to see them fight it out like fucking like Godzilla versus Mothra. Because I bet she's very put together, but I bet if some mother came for her son, shit would have yep. flown. Shit Producers flown. missed opportunity. But yeah, she really is. She really, she, she just kind of says like, you know, because Tim is like, well, it has doubts. But even the mom says, like, 
you know, but I don't think so because she's still here, you know, he's like, but cause she was with other men and that makes me have doubts. And the mom kind of was like, she didn't say stop being, she didn't say stop being she like a jealous, me. stupid guy, but she was just like, sometimes you need to do that to make sure someone is right yeah. for you. Some, and that was so interesting when she said, sometimes you need to see other people to make sure someone is right for you. And I'm, t- I totally agree with that. And sometimes you need to see other people in the middle of when you're dating someone to oh, see Jesus. if they're right for you. No, um, no, no, you I don't. don't. Yeah. Some, and some, cause <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence you know, of a dick in your butt. And sometimes while you're have, sleeping with someone, you should call someone else to come over while you're fucking the other person. <laughs> just to make sure. The more the merrier. Just to make sure you want to be with that person. Right, Poodle? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're, you're barking up the right tree. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, uh, basically, cheese dick cries, mom cries. She's a um, pretty crier. You're right. And out is. is a pretty crier. Yeah. Reality show and out is a pretty crier. And this is what she said that's so great. She's like, I will always love you. I will always be here for you. If it's meant for me, it's a, if it's meant for me to be behind you, I will be here. But if this goes south, I will be here for you as well. And I wrote, mom. this is a great mom. Yeah. Because ironically, there's something about, to me, and I think this is almost, I wonder if Melissa senses this, that I'd be interested to see what Tim's dad is like, because I bet you Tim doesn't have the best relationship with him because there seems to be, because Tim is a smart guy yeah. in some way. I mean, he learned Spanish. He seems actually pretty emotionally put together. And I think one reason why this storyline has been boring is because he seems pretty normal, to be honest. However, there's this confidence thing. And I think with this bullshit, you know, Tim said the line, he was talking to his mom. He said, mom, I'm just really scared. And I think that's probably why he cheated to begin with is that he's scared of the commitment of this. I want to say too, that this whole thing, this whole trip down to Colombia has been a fool's errand. And, you can tell every time you look in Maylisa's face that there's just ice. There's yeah. just ice in her veins. Yeah. Um, and yes, she's got the greatest resting bitch face you've ever seen. <laughs> ever. I mean, it's, ever. it's impressive. It's, I, I, and I think I have a really good one. But I mean, cousin, wow. Olga, it, cousin Olga is watching this <laughs> season and going, I can take some photos from this, this is one. Very yes. good. Very, very good. good. I, I could mm. could I take quests from you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um I I uh and it's obvious she's just out to ruin his life. It's she wants revenge. That yeah. is all she wants. She's is a revenge. fucking vengeance demon. Y'all and remember we've met her mother. Oh, Someone who is that close to terrible, their mother terrible. is going to be like their mother. If she um, wasn't like her mother, she wouldn't be that close to her. That's my wanna, opinion. I want to move on to the therapy. Um, this is the second therapist we've met this season in this storyline. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, they what did was, this because they went to a therapist w- before when she was in Texas, and he said that that right. helped. And so that's why they're going to try to do this now. This guy was, let's just say this in a nice way, 
less helpful. <laughs> well, he wasn't as bad as religious therapist. No, he wasn't as bad as Beth Ann. Is that her name? Beth Ann? Am I making that up? Uh, I don't maybe. It I just think well. he felt a little castrated again because he was on camera. Well, he did he did basically weigh he did he did weigh in on one side, which as a therapist, when you've seen someone one time is probably not the greatest thing to do. Well um, yes. Uh yes. so they go to a couple's counselor uh, who obviously speaks English, and he asked them the smartest question that anyone can ask. Why are you here? Tell, mm-hmm. tell me so I can. That's what I ask every client, every vocal client, everybody. Like, what, wh- why are you here? What can I help you? What do you think you need help with? And here's the secret, you guys. Almost always when what you think you need help with is not really what you need help with. Mm-hmm. Um uh, rarely do, are people completely aware of their wants and needs. Um, and yes. uh, and or, he says, or some people are aware of the problem, at least in that I've noticed in a therapeutic perspective, they're aware of the problem. However, like they know our relationship isn't good. We need to build trust, but the way they think right. people, maybe it's different for voice teaching, but I think in therapy, people, a lot of people, especially come into therapy thinking, they want to talk to someone, but they think they know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and sometimes they do sometimes, but I think in this couple's uh, what they, their think uh, what they want to, what they want to work on is not, was like exactly what you just said. Yeah. It's not what they need to work on. And it's always, they're asking the wrong questions. There are, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to work on the wrong areas when they really need to be working on the areas that are usually underneath those. And these two people are trying to work on trust issues which means I guarantee you Melissa never fully trusted Tim from something back some either something that her mother told her um uh Melissa doesn't trust men yeah I exactly. guarantee you exactly. I guarantee you her father had cheated on her mother oh or something like 100%, you can't 100%. Have a, you can't have a woman or if the father didn't the mother's father She's like grandfather She's poisoned Melissa about it. Her mother seems so triggered by this. And and honestly, in their situation, I think what it is, is we've talked about Tim went to individual therapy. Granted, she was horrible. They've gone to couples (laughs) therapy. Melissa needs to go to therapy. I don't think that's going to happen. But but yeah, I will say this 90% of the time when people come in couples, couples therapy, and then I ask them, oh, are either of you seen a therapist? Have you seen a therapist lately? Most 90% of them say no. And that is actually the first part of the equation that they need to do. They need to kind of get to the, figure out their own shit that they're bringing. That's a great point. And yeah. before they come to me wanting to work on stuff in the couples, because if you don't have the awareness even of yourself, and that's the problem with Melissa, Tim can do nothing. Yep. To make her trust him more. It's Melissa deciding to yep. trust him more. And she hasn't processed still. She even says she no. hasn't processed his infidelity. No. Um, and she still doesn't. She says she still doesn't trust him. And if he were to leave, um, she would think it was a big uh, breaking point. It was a mm-hmm. betrayal. However, he can't make money. He can't work. So it's either she bleeds him dry financially Mm -hmm. and he's there and they quote unquote work on their relationship, which basically means fucking a couple times, then arguing with her parents Mm -hmm. and then please pleading with her to forgive him 
or him saying, who else did you have sex with? I need to know because I'm going to go hump them like a male dog humps another male dog. Um, did you get stuck together? I hope you were only stuck together with me. You know there's a barb at the end of my penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it's a, it's a problem. She's aware of this, you guys. She says, absolutely not. I'm not going to get married. He can't get work without getting married. So this is, I say this again, we've seen this maybe in the penultimate episode, this means a lot. Reality shows up and goes, what you gonna do, girl? Yeah. He's gonna run out of money. If you gonna get married to him, that's the only way you can get, he can get some money or he goes back. What are you gonna do? And she has no answer for this. And because he's so still captivated by her, we are forced to watch this vengeance demon still wreak havoc. Over this poor, dumb animal. <laughs> so question, do you think, I mean, I do think that he loves her very much. Oh, definitely. Is it, is it more that he's captivated by her or is it more that Tim is actually a good guy who feels so guilty about cheating on her? He needs to make it right to be at peace with her. You know, I like, think you just nailed it. I think yeah, I think she has this vengeance and she's not going to let it go. And that has nothing to do with him. And I think he needs the personal he needs to forgive himself for what he did, and he's looking for forgiveness in her when he still hasn't forgiven himself. That's why he's so scared. Boy, they need to listen to us. I I totally agree with you. Are you texting uh, a trick? Did someone just send you a dick pic? You know what? I'm turning someone down for tonight because I'm podcasting, but thank you. I hope you vetted them. You just can't start letting people in your asshole. <laughs> You just can't. You, 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 you. Not you. You're allowed. Come back in. Come on. Come back in a week. I'm uh, making like my Steve brother. The hell at Studio 54. <laughs> I'm making everybody around me wear a mask because of you. Someone said, "Are you worried about getting your father sick because he has cancer and if he got COVID he would die?" And I said, "No. I'm worried I'll kill Poodle and Mother Poodle will fucking eviscerate <laughs> she would. me." She would. She'd kill you. I'm not kidding, y'all. That's my and biggest y'all, fear. She's had, she, she, y'all, Mother Poodle. I, don't, I haven't been. Maybe, have I been? Have I been? Have I talked about this on the podcast? But I think I will. Maybe. Um, have I talked that my father had COVID? Both um, of them. My brother and sister in law. Now yeah, your dad and now your mom. It. Um, and my mom and he showed symptoms and they. She was. She was like, you know, he's going to stay down there in the basement. Call. I'm going to give him his food at the step. Um, yeah, I don't think you talked about it because honestly, you were was, so y'all. He really bitches, Poodle, he won't say it. I freely admit that I'm a mother lover. Poodle won't admit <laughs> it, but this bitch was beside herself for a week. I was really nervous that my mother would get it because my mother has lung issues. She's had asthma forever, but my mother, y'all, mother Poodle, uh, uh, she's like, well, I guess I'll go get tested for COVID. You know, he. Uh, <laughs> Can you see I'll your mother walk? to me. Can you see your mother? Because our mothers, are, uh, one thing oh. our mothers do, they don't whisper ever. No. So like my mother would go in, probably your mother would do this too, and walk in and say, well, I'm here from a COVID test. Here from a COVID test. And everybody Call my looks at her. At home. Who knows what I've got it or not. So my mother tested, she tested positive. My mother never had a single symptom. Not a, not a fever, not a cough. And my mother coughs 11 hours a day. All the time. Um, all the time because of her asthma. And and so my mother's like, well, guess we know who's got the strongest constitution in this family. <laughs> so Yo, she's literally calling his father weak. 
I think you told me when she's like, I guess he's just weak. She did. She said that. No wonder I'm the way I am. Anyway, but uh, how was what was talk, talking about talking about COVID? Um, why were we and talking my, about? I it? told my sister in law she finally just tested positive for it today because she's been in the house for like. But she still yeah. said she's like my 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 husband and my two sons had it two weeks ago, and now I just finally got it. She's like, boy, I'm a lot stronger than they are. <laughs> well, my mother never had a symptom, but I guarantee you my mother would come out here and say, you mean I survived COVID to have my son um, basically die of it? Boy, that's just, isn't that just sad, Matt? Isn't that uh-uh. sad I had to live to see this? I would have rather have died <laughs> if I knew this was going to happen, Matt. <laughs> Matt, what? Did you not, did you not, were you not careful, Matt? Were you not <laughs> You, maybe you know you what? You wish maybe, you were dead after she'd come at you. Maybe you didn't sit up here with the last time when he was in the coma. Maybe I should have had you here more so you could see him struggling for life. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm sorry, Vicky. I'm so sorry. Boy, because you've never, you've never experienced anyone shaming you like my mother. I'm sorry, Vicky. I went That's to a state where they don't give a shit about COVID and they're citizens and they're all getting it because they politicized it. Uh. Anyway, that's all I've got about those two. I don't know what next week will hold, but we I, can... I don't know. Do you? I can't. I don't know if they're going to be together or not. I I actually don't. Do you, what do you think? I uh, uh, I don't I, know. I I will. I know one thing. What? Uh, she's biding her time when she can make him blow up their relationship. She is biding her time, and she'll until... make. He blows feel up like shit and blame it on him. Exactly. And this is your fault. Exactly. And she will gain strength from that and will have a shame baby like on um, Game of Thrones when <laughs> Melisandre births, births some baby <laughs> and it kills people. And it kills um, people. That's the kind of baby poodle's been trying to have, y'all. <laughs> y'all, I've been trying to have a, a, a murder baby. A demon baby. He uh, even got a red ever. necklace and everything. <laughs> If I could go and like kill somebody, I would. I know exactly who I'd kill. Mm-hmm. Franklin Graham, you better like get your life <laughs> get your uh 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 life insurance set. Uh, Shall we move on? Let's move on. Our last thing, let's because it's Kenny and Armando, you guys. Yeah, we wanted okay. to end on a happy note. Well, not happy, but. At least <laughs> not denied for their marriage license. They're not They're It's very short, but they're going back to the marriage office. And this time they're going with, with Hannah, Hannah their daughter. And Hannah's in tow. Um, and, and so the show is called tow. It's called tow. And Kenny's like, have you told Hannah all about it? And, and I, my first thought was, this is kind of complicated, and I don't think she'll understand. And, and why don't you talk to her about it? He kind of talks like Craig from Southern Charm. I just realized it when I was bit. watching this episode. I will say that this is a very difficult thing to talk about, and so there's no wonder Armando hasn't tried to talk to his how how old Hannah like six seven seven. And yeah. so he he does talk to her about it, and y'all. Her reaction when he said that we're not going to be able to get married. She was ugly tricksters. Well, first of all, she she went, no. Yeah. Oh. oh. And then she called them ugly tricksters, which. I I will say we had a bunch of people come at the the translation on this episode because she said Monday, which, uh, which 
I know from even knowing a little bit of Spanish means like, yes, sir, or what can I do for you? Um, it's like a, like, mande usted is uh, like, how can I help you? Or like, what do you, what, what do you need? Or can I do something for you? Um, it's a, it's an imploring thing. And they translate it to what? <laughs> can you imagine when I said what to my mother, my mother would say, what did you say? Ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> My, my, I would say, what mother say, ma'am? <laughs> I taught mom, you what's better than that. We would say what, and my mom would say, um, uh, she would, there was this weird thing. Uh, it you was, had to say, ma'am, didn't you? But Did no, you? she would, she would say, we would say what, and she would not hear us. And then she would say this weird, it's, that makes no sense to you. But she would say, she said it, it was like a joke, but basically she would say, you're stuck with it. And that was kind of like her saying that she would walk away and not finish the sentence and just let us be, because, and so we ended up learning to say pardon. That's what her thing was. We had to say pardon. Okay. But she, no, you, you didn't say yes, ma'am. Were you not brought up having to say yes, ma'am? No, yes. But I mean, when I said what? Okay. Oh, you, when my mother would say, uh, oh, I was confusing two different things. I was thinking yeah. what, like when you didn't hear, like if you didn't hear something, you said what? So that was my mother. I think all parents said, oh, yes, pardon. ma'am was fine. But it, that was my mom's pet peeve is when I, we wouldn't hear something or we were screaming, we'd go, what? And she would say, pardon me? Yeah, That's what we, you say? We would have to say, ma'am, that was, that was our thing. And no, mother we say, were, don't you say what to me? Uh, we would say, yeah, we always had to say, yeah, we always said, we never, I don't remember ever getting on that. I was always like, yes, mama, I love you. <laughs> the worst mama's boy ever. Um, if no. I was your brother, I would have been, su- had such animosity towards you. Oh no. He's just as bad or worse. He's oh, more really? of a mama's boy. Oh yes. Wow. Oh yes. It's shocking. Your mother Most- only raised one gay son. Most men are very close to their mother. I am. You you and your mother are like two female scorpions. <laughs> I'm still trying to like sting her. <laughs> but you After don't want to fight with years. anyone else. Ooh. Still trying to sting her where she'll feel it and suffer. <laughs> um, anyway, so anyway, they go to, yeah. So we're at the same woman who said you have well, to come oh, back. And deny yes. it. And Kenny said, because we were wondering about this, Kenny said this. He said, you know, he said, one reason we decided to move here is because we looked into it and this state was supposed to be a state that is yeah. easier for you to get married in. Tried. Because now this is a, yes, they want to get married, y'all. But again, it's the same thing. He needs residency so work. he can work. So and he support can, the family. And then it was so sweet when he said, I have a family to provide for now. Yeah. I was like, oh. Because Kenny, or sorry, Armando is a dog groomer, and I'm sure he makes some off of it. Um, but I feel like Kenny has a better job. Uh, Maybe dog, y'all, dog groomers in LA make a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah, they're very my, very expensive. My old dog groomers now the host on the of that HBO show where that's like her fucking Jess, show. Uh, I just saw yes. a thing about that. Yes, isn't it ridiculous that your dog groomer is on a show? <laughs> I know. I was selfie was her. Absurd, y'all. It's absurd. <laughs> Sophie was her first client too, actually. Really? So like, well, because she was at a a place a place like a dog store, yeah. tail waggers, and when she left, I was Sophie was the first. She said, "Sophie's my first client." 
Oh, Sophie's dead now. So, you know, Sophie's dead. She's I wonder dead. if Sophie's looking down and saying, nah, she's off in a void somewhere. Um, <laughs> she's playing with Miss Ellie. It's all dark where she is. Did, uh, did I not tell you that the pet psychic told oh, Dawn when before Miss Ellie died, the pet psychic told her, she said, Sophie is excited to play with her and is waiting for her. I need to point out that Miss Ellie, his friend Dawn, and my friend Dawn's dog barely tolerated Sophie. <laughs> but she also loved her. She would see her and wag her tail, but she would really, Sophie and Miss Ellie kind of had the relationship of you and I. Like, Maybe. Poodle bites at me, but he does feel a little safer and secure when I'm around. I do feel safe and secure when you're around. And but I you will. also want to bite my face off. I do. And strangely, <laughs> I will bite my butt when you're around. <laughs> <laughs> And strangely, you've scared me so much I've pissed on your floor. Yes. <laughs> true. I kind of understood Miss Ellie, though. I understood that dog. It's true. So anyway, y'all. So um, uh, um so, so that's why they're there. And he so he's stressed out. So they they're there to pick up their negative response and. They read the letter and it says, by law, they're not allowed, permitted to have same-sex marriage because they wanted to guarantee and save the survival of the human species. Oh, God. This actually, this, Kenny, had a problem with this too, and it kind of turned my stomach too. Y'all, men are going to fuck women. Women are going to fuck men. The human species ain't going nowhere. And you know what? Straight people are fucking up a lot of shit right now. So maybe y'all need to stop having some babies. I, I'm that argument is ridiculous. It's the human speed. In fact, honestly, to be honest, if we're going from an environmental perspective, we need a people, lot less babies. People need to stop having babies. If you're having a baby and you're pregnant right now, I, good I'm for so you. happy for you. We're so happy for you. We're not saying I'm that. not saying you We're shouldn't saying have a baby. Don't use that as a don't use that though as a reason yeah. to keep gay people from doing what they want to exactly. do. And that's a complete exactly. yeah. I'm saying anyway. you should have as many babies as you like, but don't you if I if I want some if I want if I want to order a baby from a book, don't you tell me I can't do that. <laughs> Uh, actually you can do that so i was gonna say you can't but i think you can in some places so y'all yeah. anyway so they're going to walk out and hannah's book, like, scott. Book, scott. and hannah says did she let you get married <laughs> and oh. Amanda's like no honey no honey we're gonna go to the human rights place and go back to this bitch who's wearing a uh a, a fleece coat yeah. um that's the show y'all that is That's a show. show. It's a show. It's a short little show. No, oh, not one really. more episode. One more episode. <sighs> um. So should we but go into now, our spotlight? This is the spotlight. Here we go. See y'all on the other side. Hey guys, this is Molly McGowan. You can use my name. I'm a proud sissy. So my boyfriend and I, Ed, he's in the sissy squad. Straight male sissy. Shout out. Uh, we always refer to you as the gays, so we say the gays all the time. And I said it in public the other day, and I thought to myself, like, holy shit. Like, someone gave me a weird look, and I'm like, do they think I'm, like, using this as a derogatory term? I really hope not. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. It might not be, but I thought so. Uh, more importantly, I wanted to give a big shout-out to someone who 
thought she was in the sissy squad, but she's actually in the cray cray group. Might be in both. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure there's tons of crossover. She had left a domestic violence situation and she'd left for the sixth time, um, in I don't know how many years, but I just wanted to give her all the props in the world. It's not only did she leave, but she gave information to a group of people she knows that care about her that will check in on her. So that takes so much courage. I can't even imagine. And I just want to give her all the props in the world. And she's amazing and she is loved. And I hope she knows that. I hope you guys know that. You make my life so much better. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you. And I will see you all on the flip side. Love you. Bye. Molly McGowan. Molly McGowan. Thank I'm glad you, we Molly. were starting and your phone was vibrating. Thank you for turning it off. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. It's really concerning to you when I do that. And so I appreciate you giving me the same courtesy. My phone was way up here and yeah. it was sitting. Could you even know when those dicks are vibrating for you? Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, at least my phone isn't not, it's, at least it's on silent unlike yours. I'm just saying, it actually doesn't bother me. But if you're going to make a stink of it, smell yourself. I literally put my that phone up That is a good there. line, y'all. If you're going to make a stink of it, smell yourself first. Smell Molly, yourself first. We appreciate Molly. that. Molly. Uh, Molly McGowan. Molly McGowan. We've got a lot of sissies who, just the other day, there's this woman who said, she was like, how the hell do I leave my husband? Y'all, if, y'all, if you're listening to this show and you want to leave your husband or your wife, come to our sissy group. They will tell you. <laughs> someone, now look. If you, will. I'm not getting involved. I'm if not you and another involved. sissy kill your husband, we are not held responsible or liable. The views of 90, of Matt Marr and 90 Day Gays do not represent... And Jacob Anthony. Don't uh, just say my name in there, bitch. Uh, I would much prefer you left us out of it, uh, but I'm <laughs> all about those kind of like domestic abuse like underground railroad situations where you don't know who it's coming from no but then we and also have like, conversations like somebody today said my daughter has big tits where the hell do i get a sports bra <laughs> that's good you know because sometimes you don't get to ask those things you know in life and people have places to go um but molly we love you and look thank you molly y'all we're gonna give you some advice you do need to be careful about calling people the gays in public mm-hmm. some gays get very offended by it i do not I don't either. I it's hard I think, to offend me. Well, and also I think poodle not comes from the perspective it. of it still feels in a lot of me, it feels inclusive. And especially in this context, we are your gays. We are your 90 day gays. We are yeah. your friends. So, you know, that you listen to it. So we you can call us that. We but you have to be an obvious ally. You have I, to kind of uh, I would be if, careful though in other because there's a lot of people yeah. that feel like you're you got to think about this, y'all. You wouldn't say those are those are my blacks, those yeah. are my Asians, those if are my. Not wearing, if you're not wearing like a RuPaul shirt that says uh, "Reading is fundamental," it's a little difficult. And you do have to be that, you know, um, the way that gay men have appropriated themselves and kind of taken black female culture. Sometimes female or white can will take. You know, okay, so we just need to be sensitive to that. But the point of the story is we don't fucking care. We're your gays. We are. We are. I'll be be appropriated. What did you say? I said, I'll be appropriated by you. Yeah. Do it. You have before. 
I have. The uh, shit people have said to what is the what is the nastiest, like freakiest, most uncomfortable thing that someone has ever said to you while they were inside you? That even then you were like, you know what? I'm turned on, but this is freaking me out. Because I know you've heard some shit. I think it would have to be. Um, I think it would have to be. I can't wait to knock you up. <laughs> I'm gonna knock you up, y'all. Someone, <laughs> wow, wow. And I went, okay. And you felt weird, and then you came immediately. Tap out. Tap out. Tap out. Y'all, come at us in the sissy squad. What's the weirdest thing you heard in sex? I think that'll be a fun thread to see. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I kind of just looked past it because I was almost there. It's like, <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. Did he, did he have a huge dick too? Oh, yeah. But he was, and it was, it's like, and he was like extremely verbal, which I'm kind of okay with, and mm-hmm. saying all kinds of shit because i love when people like completely lose control i did not expect to be knocked up like a katherine heigl movie <laughs> 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 oh, what happened because <laughs> she was awful to almost everyone she worked with it she was, was completely known in the industry that she was a complete nightmare yeah, she was pretty off. What happened to the gay guy from Grey's Anatomy? Remember, we went. Were you with me with Lindsay when we went to a bar? Because he he was friends with a friend and I wanted to like leave the show. What happened to, to him? Pastures, and I don't think Pastures appeared for I'm him. Shocked you haven't slept with him. Uh, I'm not into him. Yeah, he's not your type. He's he too- seems, I saw him at the Grove one time. He seemed really stuck up. Oh, I don't know. He was nice. I talked to him briefly. I don't remember really remember it. Yeah, his um, career's gangbusters let's jump uh, into some um the, let's just it's somebody right now is carl <laughs> no carl, i'm on season two Grey's anatomy and i don't <laughs> think it's gonna go well carl which is ruined i Yo, think everybody's izzy, gonna leave i love that katherine eagle izzy dies uh and so does oh george Okay, I am so sorry for people that are catching up on that right now. I am not. I am not don't doing know. a spoiler alert for fucking Grey's Anatomy ten years ago. <laughs> Is Catherine Heigl Izzy? Was she Izzy? Yes. Oh, they killed her. Okay. Or maybe she left. I don't know. I can I barely know. remember it. Okay, George died though. Let's talk about our sissy shoutouts. Thank um, you, Mary, for the letter of gay. Thank you. I'll Mary. start out. Um, sure. We're on the letters U and v. v. The letters U and V, as in very happy to be here. My and U as in you suck. <laughs> yep. Mine, my sissy shout out goes out to Famanda. Mm-hmm. Zamanda. I like that better. Yeah. Zamanda Upjaw. Okay. Zamanda Upshaw. Okay. Zaman- not like Amansa from Selling Sunset. Okay. Amansa. Amansa. Oh, I like that better. Amansa Upshaw. Okay. From Selling Sunset. Um, y'all, Zamansa. I like that even better. Zamansa loves nothing more. I'm telling you, you could not keep her from it. She's obsessed with Dia de los Muertos. 
she wants to be an actual skeleton. Like the movie, like Coco is like her ultimate aphrodisiac. She would love for someone to like take off her skin and she would just be bones. It's that extreme. Wow. All right. Of skulls. She's totally into it. Um, In fact, she goes to every Dilo de los Muertos event that she possibly can. November Mm -hmm. 1st is huge for her. It's like her Christmas. Mm -hmm. But she's not really into saying hi to her ancestors because uh, she's not really into them. Um, What she really is into is saying hello to dead sitcom stars that she misses. Her family, she could not give a shit. Mm. Mike Brady, totally into it. <laughs> so she's like at every Dio Dios Muertos event and going, uh, sorry about that. She's posing to be Bobby Brady and throwing a ball and wishing Mike Brady would, what's his name, would come and help them. Oh, am I asking you? You Mike, don't know. Mike Lookaland? Oh, that's Peter. No, that's the that's the child actor. But Mike Brady, the oldest one. Greg Brady. That's the son. Mike Brady was the father. He's yes. dead of eight. Yes. <laughs> anyway, she wow. prays AIDS didn't happen. Um, and then hopes he comes back. Then she goes all in for Sherman Helmsley. Uh he's dead, right? Gotta yes. Be. Yes. Gotta be. Um Anyway, then she starts doing a George Jefferson walk across the grave. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Strangely enough, she promises to George Jefferson she's going to go get her dry cleaning later because he was that was his job. Um, sadly, the last one she goes is to Andy Griffith, and she goes to wow. his grave. And, you know, the worst thing is she can't whistle. Oh. So much so that Andy Griffith comes out of his grave, bitch slaps her and says, bitch, don't come here again until you can whistle my goddamn theme. And she learns her lesson. Next time she comes back and she plays it on a kazoo. And then, surprisingly, the next year she has sex with the ghost of Andy Griffith. Wow, I almost died during that. Just to. <laughs> and you know what? They lived happily ever after. There you go. There you go. Hey, go sex. Zamansa Upshaw. All right. Um, <laughs> y'all, our next sissy shout out, this goes out to, um, it's a V. It goes out to Victoria, Victoria Fastern. Victoria Fastern. Fastern? Fastern. Fastern. Victoria Fastern. Y'all, Victoria Fastern, she she is a really, um, she's a very, very great librarian. She, um, yeah, she uh, works in a library. Uh, She has for many years. Um, She is known as the um, librarian who will not give up the card catalog and does not trust computers. Um, The the only thing that she is um, kind of technology that she does, she does believe in having, she's a music lover. And she 
believes in having, um, you know, cell phones, but she has a, um, she, she, she doesn't hear super well. That's why she likes working and living in quiet places because she can hear things. So it's in the library. She can hear people. And the problem is every time her, um, phone gets not just a call, but a text or a notification or bank of America put in a deposit in her account, her phone sings the song by, is it Cassini that we did the Italian Victoria, Victoria, mi corre, non magra più, non magra più. It's a very loud art song. It's very loud, but she needs to be able to know that it's her. And she thought, this is so great. I found a song that says Victoria. It's Victoria with two T's. That's another thing. She didn't research it well. It's not even her name, y'all. It's But she thinks it's her name, and it reminds her. So, y'all, she lost her job in the library because she won't turn off her phone, y'all, because here's the deal. She is – um. She is she's she's selling drugs, and so she needs to be able to hear people to, when she's selling the drugs. And I didn't and, see that coming. Oh well, not hardcore drugs. She mainly sells um, p- uh, strong Advil to people in countries <laughs> that where they can't have Advil. She just, that you know that Advil you get like that's like three hundred milligrams. Yes, yeah. y'all. You can't get that in news. You can't get that in like Greenland. So she is a she's an Advil supplier. Um, okay, gotcha. So not Motrin, Advil. Um, years ago, you know, she didn't think she because she was busted for selling um, pres- uh, for extra spring Nuprin, and then that went out of the way, and so she thought Nuprin would it, make Nuprin anymore. Well, her slogan was Nuprin, little it's not yellow. <laughs> It's the same thing. And that's how she sold so much Nuprin. That's how she sold so much Nuprin. So anyway, y'all, Victoria Fischern, she, um, she, she just lost her job at the library, but she, she needs to find another undercover job. She just got a job in New York City at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and she feels like no one's going to notice her phone ring there. I beg to differ. We'll see how it goes. Okay. That's there you go. That, and that's your Patreon. I know your sissy shout outs. Fuck it. Who's are these? I don't know. It's the sissy shout out. Y'all, that's our episode, the 90daygays.com. You can go to our website for now until we change the name. Um, you can also find Poodle and I on Cameo. Poodles at Jake it or Cameo. Jake it or fake it. And I'm the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. Um, leave a five star review. We please. please leave a review. We appreciate that very much. And y'all, the merch is on sale. Merch is on sale right now. So, sale. um, not sell. You just said merch is on, on sale. Sale. S A L E. Sale. Yeah, merch is on sale. Like, y'all, you sale. can get sell. That's what I said. Y'all, y'all can get a Maddie in the Sheets poodle, poodle in the, the Poodle in the Streets shirt. No, no, Maddie, Poodle in the Sheets, Maddie in the Streets. Yes. Oh, oh, wait. They're not on sale anymore. I guess that ended yesterday. No one wants to be you in the sheets. So, sorry, Lord. y'all. It ended the sale yesterday. <laughs> okay. So they're not they're not I, selling. I didn't I didn't have time. Today was a little crazy, but the Poodle Home Collection is gonna be available for sale coming Black Friday to you. Black Friday. Now there will be I will say y'all, I'm listen, we don't make money. Don't buy merch right now because I think in another week it's all gonna go on sale again because the T public site will be give, doing a sale. So instead <laughs> of don't tell people. Well, I don't want him to spend too much money. 
Yeah, but you don't say don't don't buy it now because it's going to well, go. But on. what if they it's, they can buy a shirt for twenty dollars and it's going to be thirteen dollars in a week? I'd be pissed. Never want to like di- uh, dissuade people from buying things. Well, I just know money's important. Anyway, you know nothing about commerce, <laughs> y'all. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if you're an ugly trickster, call Call us. us. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 